Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Thanks for staying with us here on Newsnight. You're welcome back. We'll start off with the controversy and that particular scandal. We know that tonight the company at the center of the controversy in the petroleum downstream sector, Strategic Mobilization Limited, SML, is further embroiled in a contradiction. So, Evans, whilst the managing director dismisses assertions that the operation of the company does not save revenue to the tune of $3 billion annually, his head of IT, Principal, defends the record. Investigations by the Fourth Estate reveals that SML had been awarded a 10-year contract by the finance minister worth over 100 million US dollars annually to monitor under-reporting, diversion, dilution of fuel products, and general non-compliance in the petroleum industry, something we all know that the MPA was already doing. Well, the firm admitted to Fourth Estate investigators that they made false claims about making savings for the country through the operations. In the last few minutes, the company has issued a statement, which we shall get to pretty shortly. But first, we can listen to the MD of the company, Christian Tetesuti. The services it listed on its website as curtailing irregularities in the sector did not exist and deleted them from the website. Even if SML was carrying out those services and all the incremental revenue within the period of its operations 
was credited to the company's efforts, the amount would be 2.4 billion cities and not 3 billion cities as it claimed to have saved. When we put these figures to the managing director, he made a shocking admission. That's why, that's why that 3 billion, uh, uh, I'm not, that's why I told you from the beginning. I said I don't know about this 3 billion. We cannot say your intervention saved 3 billion. That's, no, I said three billion. I'm not. If I, I've told you that I'm not aware, because when we were told about the publication, we even called it. As we speak this morning, still on your website. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, if I, to be honest, me, I don't even know uh, website matter. So that's the MD uh, speaking to Manasseh Zaria Woody, who led that investigation together with his colleagues at Fourth State in that documentary. Mm-hmm. Now today. Uh, they took media journalists around to show them their, their facility. And at this particular briefing, the uh, head of IT uh, at this particular firm, SML Prink Sapon, that's a significant U-turn from what we just had there, his own MD assert. He says, well, they actually saved the country 3 billion CDs. So in estimate, what actually happened with the, the 3 billion is, as I talked about, the money is all about the volumes. So if there's an increase in volume, there's an increase in revenue. And since SMR started operation, we can confidently say that there has been an average monthly increase of 100 million liters. So if you multiply it by 24 months, with the task component that we are not even using the 1.74, we are using the old task component, which is 1.44, that will arrive at the 3 billion that we talked about. So that's uh, the head of IT today. And uh, my colleague, Samuel Mbura, was one of the media personnel who were part of this particular engagement by SML. He joins us in studio. First, though, I'm curious, what's the reason behind this particular media engagement, uh, which is coming a day after the documentary was aired? Well, um, they said it was a familiarization um, engagement that they wanted to have with the media. They have been in operation since 2020. And they think that this is the time for them to engage us, to know how they operate. So they took us through their strong room, how they monitor the flow of um, the petroleum products, mainly gas, um, petroleum, and then um, uh, diesel. So um, in short, they just want us to know how their system works whilst they are in Accra and monitoring the whole country. I'm sure the issue about influencing the media came up during that interaction when we all gathered there. What was the explanation that was given? Well, um, they were not actually specific on this, but okay. what they indicated was that it is not a case that they want to influence the media, okay. but for us to have first-hand information about their operations. Now let's, go into, uh, let's get into the substance of this particular meeting. And we know the issues of the accuracy of the data from SML have been raised in the documentary. What's your reaction to this first off? Well, the head of uh, engineering uh, at the company, um, Abu Akari Hamdan, is of the view that that allegation is false because they have a robust system than any other company in the uh, petroleum sector. The allegation that SML's flow meters uh, are not accurate is, is false. If you look at the technical data sheets of these ultrasonic flow meters we use, they show the accuracy level of these ultrasonic flow meters. Our ultrasonic flow meters are being calibrated by Ghana Standard Authority semi-annually, that's twice every year. And upon attainment of the calibration certificate, it is always established that our flow meters is always within an acceptable range of which the device is set to operate. We sometimes do have an accuracy level of even less than 0.1% at the topmost we have an, an accuracy level of about 
0.8 to 1%. That is in an instance where the temperatures are very high, since we know MPA has directed the depots to load at 20 degrees Celsius. Now, Imura, what about the usage of data by GRA in their revenue monitoring? What's the response from SML? Well, the head of IT, Prince Sapon, is still defending their data. He says that's what the GRA uses to reconcile in monitoring their revenue. The question of if GRA uses our data, I will first say that the data is for GRA. It is not for us. So the volumes that we uh, get from our monitoring, which is the ultrasonic flow meters, is being reconciled with the volumes that is in ICOMS. And if there's any discrepancy, it is flagged for investigation. So that is what the auditing part is. So when we monitor and we get the volumes, we reconcile the volumes with what is actually in ICOMS. And if there's any discrepancy, which is very high, it is flagged for investigation. So the data is for January, and it is used for audits. I'll say, let me give some case study of uh, what we, we saw so far. A typical example is a product, ATK and kerosene. Sometimes when you are monitoring our system, we'll, we'll flag it that this is ATK being loaded out. But when you go into the system, it will be kerosene. So uh, when we flag these things, as I said, it is flagged for investigation because it's an auditing software. Well, but we know that in the documentary, the GRA has been giving explanation when it comes to the use of their data by SML. Exactly. So Samuel Atha uh, says that they don't rely on that particular data generated by SML to uh, monitor their revenue um, savings. It is also important to note that although the GRA has contracted SML, the readings from the SML meters are not used by the GRA for its tax purposes. It has been the way bill figure, which is meters, uh, the volume that has been dispensed from the meters. That is the volume we use for tax purposes, switch meters. That is the gantry meters. And Ibura, so who exactly was there representing SML? So we had the head of IT, Prince Sapon. We also have the head of engineering petroleum department of uh, SML, that's Hamdan uh, Abubakari, whom we heard his voice earlier. Uh, and then the communications uh, officer, too, was also around. However, we didn't see the managing director, Mr. Soti. We were told that, or the information I picked was that the OSP has extended some invitation to him. So uh, that is the reason uh, he was not part of this particular engagement. And we know yesterday the uh, Forte State uh, sent out a petition to the special prosecutor to look into this, to investigate it. And, and from what you're learning, the OSB has, has acted pretty swiftly uh, to get that done with this invitation to the MD, uh, who, as we've seen, has yeah. today been contradicted by, by his own subordinate, the head of IT. Mm -hmm. uh, today, though, uh, in the last hour or so, the SML, they have, in addition to what they did today, they've issued a statement. What are they saying? So the major concerns here is that the company says they, it has uh, been drawn to their attention, a documentary that represents a set um, a set of misrepresentations, false claims, and a general lack of understanding on the entire operations of the company. They are challenging the fourth estate to produce any contract anywhere that is for 10-year period. The fifth PPA board, according to SML, at this for the CIF board meeting in the letter referenced with the PPA reference number, approved a contract duration of five years. So they are dismissing the claims that the contract is for 10 years. Again, 
they are saying that it is not true that SML takes $100 million annually from its contract. They clarify that the contract, which is yet to be operationalized per their projections, leads to, um, leads to that claim. The upstream operation of the company have not yet begun and no revenue has been realized. No monies have been paid to SML. The $100 million per year payment to SML that has been alleged is purely a figment of the author's imagination and not factual. It ends by saying that SML takes pride in this committed and highly skilled technical team whose combined expertise propels our success in delivering innovative solutions. The team consists of seasoned professionals with diverse backgrounds, ensuring a comprehensive approach to addressing the most intricate technical challenges. Well, the, the outline in number, that's a 14-point statement uh, from SML, including uh, the role of the NPA and uh, why we are not duplicating the roles amongst others, a number of them. But let me bring in Manasseh Azuria Winnie, the investigator uh, behind this documentary put together by the fourth estate. Manasseh, um, so you've been, he joins us via Zoom, and uh, you've been listening to the head of IT. First off, we'll get into the statement from the company shortly, but you've heard him, he's insisting that the $3 billion annual saving is true. Yes, MFA, when uh, Samuel told me about this, um, Mr. Prince Sapon's insistence now, which is a turnaround from what a company said, I actually sent to him a video recording of Prince Sapon. On that day that the MD, the managing director, Christian Tetesoti, said that the figure was wrong and that the media got it wrong. Prince Sapo was in that room. When we were grilling Mr. Soti, one of their staff members actually intervened for the interview to pause. So it was then that Prince Sapo got in. Fortunately, our cameraman hadn't stopped rolling. So you would hear Prince Sapo actually supporting the MD that he did the presentation and he never said anywhere that they saved three billion. And I'm quoting him, he said, we are not GRE, so we are not dealing with revenue. And that it was the media that got it wrong. So I told him that, look, if the media got it wrong and you have it on your website, what does that mean? And he said, the, the story on the website actually said they saved three billion. And I said, yes. So it is very strange that the same person who supported the MD when they said it was the media, including the state-owned daily graphic, and a number of media houses reported this. City Online is there, and a lot of uh, Business and Financial Times, they all reported this. So it is very strange that this person was in the room, agreed with the MD that the figure was not right, he actually said there was no way they could give an accurate figure and that they were just making projections and the media got it wrong. Well, So once that video or uh, audio is uh, finished downloading, uh, it has been processed, you may play it for the entire nation to hear that this same person who in July said that, look, we cannot say we saved $3 billion is today contradicting his own managing director, who at the time also said they could not 
say they saved three billion. Well, we've been highlighting the contradictions earlier before you got on, but into the statement they highlight a number of um, issues where they say there's some factual inaccuracy. So to start off, they say um, the, the documentary represents a set of misrepresentation, false claims, and a general lack of understanding on the entire operations of the company. They also disclaim that they they actually earn hundred million dollars annually, and they are challenging the fourth estate to produce the contract for that ten year period that we've talked about mfa if you read our story we did a documentary and also did an online version we attached portions of the finance ministry statement and then also portions of the contract in that documentary sorry in that report which my joy online has published if this company is saying that what we published is not true, I think what the media and Ghanaians should expect from them is that the documents they are also quoting, they should publish those documents, they should publish their contract, they should publish their earnings for everyone to know. In that documentary, we said how we came by the figure $100 million. We mentioned that the old contract, they make up to 24 million cities a month. We also said a new contract says they are entitled to $0.75 per barrel of oil. That Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Produced in this country. These figures are public figures. So all that you need to do is to multiply $0.75 dollars 
by the number of barrels that Ghana produces in a day, and you will get what this company is earning. We also know, at least from last year's gold production figures, how much Ghana produced. And we also know the international price for an ounce of gold. When the finance minister made this, uh, presented a budget, he mentioned $1,800 per ounce. And this company is entitled 0.75% of total production. So that is how we arrived at the calculation. Are they saying that this company is not giving them zero, sorry, this contract, the new contract, is not giving them 0.75% of total production? I challenge them to tell Ghanaians that this is not accurate. Are they saying that this contract is not saying that they should be entitled to 0.75 dollars of every barrel of oil that Ghana produces? So these are we we actually explain how we got these uh, figures, and if you read the report which is online. We have attached relevant portions of the documents. And so I think what the media should be asking SML to do is to also publish every document that they have so that we compare them with what we have published. And if ours is wrong, we are prepared to uh, defer to whichever figures we have. That aside, we also wrote officially to the institutions that awarded the contract. So we've written, actually the Ghana Revenue Authority, we sent two letters, one in July, another one in November. We sent a letter to Ministry of Finance in November, asking for copies of these documents. We haven't had them. So we have put out what we have and explained how we came by those figures. So if anybody is doubting or saying it is false without producing any document, producing any evidence to back what we have put out there, then I think uh, the onus is still on them to prove because we have put what we have out there. And, and Manasseh, on the OSP petition, have you heard anything back from the OSP? Today we, we learned from this visit that AMD has been invited by the OSP. Have you been given any further um information from there unfortunately um i don't have any additional information apart from the fact that our petition was received by the office of the special prosecutor i think i'm all just hearing uh, from your network that the managing director of the company has been invited but i don't have further details on that manasa thank you very much so live here on news night on joy 99.7 fm Darling boy to debt relief seeker. That's the story of Ghana, a nation that begs. A joint news hotline documentary by Isaac Kofieje tracks how Ghana got suffocated with commercial loans, forcing it to seek haircuts worth about 40% from its creditors in the international capital market. Here accepts of the third part of the documentary, A Nation That Begs. In 2022, Ghana faced economic challenges as emerging markets experienced soaring coupon rates for bonds, rendering them exorbitant. Consequently, only three countries, 
Nigeria, South Africa and Angola managed to issue eurobonds in the first half of the year. Other nations including Kenya and Ghana were priced out of the international capital markets due to unsustainable interest rates. When we started getting the downgrades and others that we better fix it because the domestic market was just too shallow. It was quite clear that we're in too deep and we're in above our heads. And so once the rating downgrade came, that sealed our fate. We could no longer go back to the international capital markets to borrow, at least not the European market, until we address issues of debt sustainability. You are mindful about the, the cost of assessing capital from the markets, okay? And especially when your, your rating has gone down the way it is, we are almost in a junk territory, right? So one basic understanding of the market is that when you come onto the market unattractive, you'll be punished. For Ghana, the burden of debt servicing obligations limited to interest payments only was projected to reach approximately $5 billion at both domestic and external levels in 2023. Unlike its 16th enrollment in 2015, Ghana's unsustainable debt position was certainly a huge obstacle in obtaining an IMF deal. This meant a lot of conditions had to be met. The IMF's message to Ghana was very simple restructure your debt or no bailout package. I also want to assure all Ghanaians that no individual or institutional investor, including pension funds, in government treasury bills or instruments, will lose their money as a result of our ongoing IMF negotiations. There will be no haircuts. So I urge all of you to ignore the false rumors. Instantly, the market knew the president wasn't speaking the truth. You see that right after the president made a statement, the reactions were more or less to reject the statements. And therefore, uh, uh, my expectation is that any investor who probably took a decision on the back of that wasn't an investor, was probably a little doctor. So that's uh, part three of Nation That Begs, which is airing just about now on the Joy News channel, also on all our social media platforms. You want to catch it, Nation That Begs, put and, together and, by and Isaac Otege. And mm -hmm. I can tell you, the part one and the part two are the most watched documentaries this year on all our platforms. Mm. Um, more, more than 200,000 people watched one of it, right? So that tells you people really interested in this particular How documentary. How we became a nation that big. Exactly. So part three is fascinating and you don't want to miss it. It's live on the Jonu channel, but the place to really watch it is on our social media handles because that's where everybody else is going to On YouTube, to watch on it. Facebook, on TikTok, everywhere. And myjohnonline.com. Of course. Meanwhile, uh, the World Bank country director, Pierre Laporte, has revealed that the country's bilateral creditors are also close to issuing an assurance to aid IMF board meeting in Ghana. Well, this should come in the form of a memorandum of understanding from the official creditor committee to the fund that a deal has been reached. It's coming at a time that concerns have been raised about the feasibility of the new 11 January 2024 board meeting date that we are learning about. Mr. Laporte has been speaking on PM Express Business Edition, which will be aired on Thursday at 9 p.m. At this point in time, the least uh, information that we have is there's close, close to closure. 
and with that we, we would be able to go. Understand that the fund has proposed 11th of January as a new date for the mm -hmm. board to meet. Uh, have you got that communication? Are we yeah. are we sure that we're going to get something done before that time? IMF has to tell you if it's true they can get it done. Mm. Me, what I can tell you, if IMF goes, we are hoping to try and also go, if possible, even on the same day. If not, it will be soon after. Uh, the November date, it will move to the first week of December, it will move to December 21, and now January 11th. And there are people who are worried whether anything can be reached this time around from the official credit committee point for the bank even to come what, out the support. What I can tell you, is the information that we have credible internally is that the creditors are, are quite close to an agreement, close enough that's given the IMF the comfort for them to go to, to schedule the date, mm -hmm. and it's given us comfort to also work on a date close, close enough to the IMF. You see, this is not the fault of Ghana. In fact, we are very disappointed because Ghana has done everything it needed to do. We, we agreed reforms with you, you've done all the reforms, you've met all the, what we call the pre-actions, and now you are just waiting for the creditors to agree mm. on certain technical issues. Mm. And this is what we need to, to get closure. Catch Pierre Laporte in that PM Express Business Edition interview with George Riafe on Thursday at 9 p.m. on the Joy News channel on myjournaline.com and all our social media platforms as well. George Riafe is here. We have more in the world of business, George. Well, let me for coming up, more oil marketing companies expected to reduce prices at pumps as market leader Guel and shall take lead with adjustments. And Bank of Ghana optimistic about city's outlook despite delays in getting the second tranche of IMF cash for this year. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom books and stationery, synthesis tanks, and pepsodent herbal and charcoal. Hey, Ma, the way you're always getting alerts these days, I won't be surprised to hear that you have gotten a Momo for Business account by my next visit home. Oh, I'm already on Momo for Business. So. Ah, since when? Since, since. <laughs> Now, it's easy to apply for a merchant sim. All you need is a registered MTN number, your business certificate, your Ghana card, and you are good to go. Sir, you think you are the only one who knows what's up, eh? Look, I just dialed star 5051 hash, selected register, and the region I was requesting the sim from, and waited for my SMS with my reference number. You can even go online at momomerchantapplication.mtn.com .com.gh and complete the details for an even better experience. Hey, Grandma Momo. <laughs> Sign up for Momo for Business the easy and simple way. Just visit momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh or dial star 5051 hash and follow the prompts and be on your way to owning a Momo business account today for free. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. 
Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. your water needs. Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, Choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. Before Ogo, the God of Iron, I stand on Ogo. By popular demand. You force West from me again? You bet, Sarah! The biggest play in the history of African theatre is back. Odewale! Oh, um, the gods are not to blame. Eh? We sent you all the way to Ilaife to bring us greetings from Ifa. Alright, we'll greet Ifa Thank you! Monday 18th, Tuesday 19th, and Wednesday 20th December at the National Theatre at 7 p.m. each night. Yes, yes, for three nights only. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see Ola Rotimi's classic tale of fate, The Gods Are Not to Blame, for the last time in 2023 at the National Theatre. Tickets are selling now for only 150 CDs at www.imageboroughgh.com or dial star 711 star 11 star 25 hash. Supported by Joy FM. Amazon proudly brought to you by Image Bureau in partnership with April Communications and the National Theatre. I'm a Ah, yeah, yeah. Pepsodent Ever and a Pepsodent Chapel. I've been here. You're going to natural. FDRJ, you're going to 
ready to upgrade to awesome? Say hello to the new Samsung Galaxy A05, A05s, A15, and A25 5G. Unlock the magic of the awesome screen. 6.7 inches of pure delight. Available in black, light violet, light green, and silver. Your style, your choice. The awesome 50 megapixel main camera gives you breathtaking photos. Built with a 5,000 mAh awesome battery guaranteed to last long and a 25 fast charger ensures you spend less time charging. Make your memories awesome with any of the new Samsung Galaxy A series range of phones. It's not just a phone. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. It's a lifestyle. Fall in love with the galaxy all over again. The luckiest. Luck is everywhere for everyone. Yeah. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community, and stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023, and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, more oil marketing companies are expected to reduce prices of petroleum products at the pumps in the coming days. It is coming after market leader Goyle and Shell drop prices today. There is more in this report. Some of the leading oil marketing firms have told Joy Business that they will be reviewing their prices at the pumps in the coming day. We understand that Total Energies will adjust their prices from tomorrow morning. Shell, which reviewed their prices this morning, is selling a litre of petrol at 12 cities, 39 pesos. This, on the other hand, is going for 12 cities, 99 pesos. However, some have raised concerns about the margin of reduction by some of the oil marketing companies for the second pricing window. This is due to the fact that there has been some significant reduction in price of finished petroleum products on some of the international markets over the past weeks, as well as the Ghana city which has been fairly stable on the international market. Therefore, we should have witnessed a much bigger reduction in price at the pumps. It will be interesting to see how this adjustment by the oil marketing companies impacts on the cost of living and inflation going forward, especially when it comes to the cost of cutting some foodstuffs from the farm gate to the market. And that is a business tax report. Now, the Bank of Ghana Governor, Dr. Ernest Addison, has indicated that they are taking some extra measures to deal with the new expected shocks and pressure on the Ghana city. It follows concerns that the city's fortunes could worsen in the coming weeks as the IMF cut disbursement is pushed to next year. But Addison says the reserve requirement increase and fresh fresh reserves measures will help stabilize local currency in the coming months. In a sense, we've been able to bring more stability to the system and not just depended on IMF resource flows. So, yes, I mean, if 
the bilateral creditors reach agreement early before the end of this year or first quarter of next year, we will all be happy. But if they don't, we think we can manage. <laughs> That's all that I'm saying. And and we are going to see the cocoa loan come in before the end of the year. And we will also get the second tranche of the IMF uh, disbursement before the end of the year. So we should be able to manage uh, at least over the next six months. Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison, now the managing director in Lever Ghana, George Usunza, is worrying that the current tax regime may end up breeding more avoidance by businesses. There has been a spike in complaints by businesses over the current tax structure in the country, as well as the enforcing measures by the Ghana Revenue Authority. But the managing director in Lever Ghana has maintained that government must work to deal with the concerns of businesses. I look forward to the time when our economy allows us to lower taxation. Part of the problem we have is in some places for some raw materials, by the time you clear and it's in your factory, you've paid taxes in excess of 40% of your CIF. When taxation is at that level, mm. there many people will try to dodge it, mm. either because they don't have the cash flow mm. to pay for the taxes ahead, because remember most of these you pay mm. ahead mm. at the mm. port, etc. Mm. So they will dodge it. So I look forward to our macroeconomic situation, getting to a place where the managers of our economy can begin to bring some of these taxes down so we have more people and companies complying so that the few companies, and I say this with all pride, like Unilever, who have an avowed interest in making sure that in this market we would always abide by the rules around taxes, around um, um, quality of products, etc., are not shortchanged. Mm. Managing Director of Unilever Ghana, George Owusu Ansa. Now, players on the financial market are confident of boost in trading activities from next year, according to the president of ACI Financial Market Association, Lawrence Buampong. The current economic indicators could usher into the needed confidence post the domestic deduction program. Speaking to Joy Business at an award ceremony of the association, he indicated that depending on collaboration will go a long way to help restore the lost confidence. Generally, we all know what has happened on the market and we know how this has affected the investment landscape and trading activities generally and investor confidence. We obviously would want to see a lot more um, diversification next year. We would want to see a lot of innovation. We would want to see institutions come up with newer products. So yes, we want to dip in the market next year and because we believe that there is an opportunity for growth, we think that all is not lost. As ACI members, as key stakeholders in driving the financial market, we can really play an active role in this space. Lawrence Bompon is president of ACI Financial Market Association Ghana. The Institute of Directors Ghana is advising its members to implement policies aimed at addressing the increasing cases of sexual harassment in the workplace. Industry data suggests that almost 18% of employed men and women around the world are said to have experienced harassment at the workplace. Now, speaking to Joy Business at the Conference on Sexual Harassment at the Workplace, president of the Institute, Angela Kamanapia, said the phenomena can be addressed through adoption of proper sexual harassment policies. As directors, we don't want just to know, we want to know how. And this is why we have these conversations, so we can elicit specific responses. So it's like a phenomenon that you are studying. You elicit the responses so that you can put in appropriate interventions 
to curtail, to manage, to address, to modify, to review, whatever we want to do. Then once it becomes a policy, then we also ensure that we are monitoring and tracking its implementation so that it doesn't just sit in a book, maybe an HR document sitting there, but there is no implementation. So we need to be deliberate and intentional, even in implementation, to ensure that those voices that we want to hear, those persons that are marginalized, are indeed being taken care of. President of the Institute of Directors, Ghana, Angela Kamen, appeared to the stock market. Cowbank was down by a peso to close at 49 pesos. Bensu Oil Pump Plantation was up by two pesos to close at 22 Ghana cities. And that's all uh, for business on Newsnight. Back to you, MFA. Mm, thank you very much. Thank you very much, George. And guess who else is here? The freshest. What's, husband you know, in town. Husband in town. Okay, yeah. How's marriage though? How's it going? Sweet papa. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas come early. I'm Charlie. telling you. <laughs> Let's go straight into the stories. And former Commonwealth Games long jump champion Ignatius Giza has joined Team Ghana's coaching staff ahead of the Africa Games. The former world champion silver medalist, together with a number of former professionals, will hope to pass on their experience and expertise to help Ghana prepare for the competition. The 2024 Africa Games will be hosted in Ghana from March 8 to March 23, 2024. President of Ghana Athletics, Bawa Fuseni, says his outfit has focused on making a strong impression at the competition. That is why we are not taking the African Games lightly at all. We are training our coaches. We are training our technical officiating officials and our athletes are also training seriously, both at home and in abroad. Our coaches, we are getting all our technical brains in the whole world. We are getting our foreign athletes and we are getting our foreign coaches, Iman, uh, Inishod Geza, Eric Nkansa, Eric Nfum, all of them have agreed to come as supporters. So we are not taking the African games lightly at all. We are bringing everything that we have to bear. You heard Bar Fusini, the president of Ghana Athletics, bringing an end to sports. Back to you guys. Thank you very much. And uh, let's head to Ewoya in the central region and in the heart of the anticipated lithium mining in the central region. That's Ewoya, a community of charcoal producers brimming with anticipation and dreams of a brighter future. Another affected community, Krofu, is however proceeding with caution, citing insufficient engagement with the company to understand fully the scope of the work ahead. Head of our energy desk, Samuel Kojobris, has been to the community and here's his report. What we've heard is that work will soon begin, but we haven't seen it yet, and that is what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the mining to begin. Auntie Mensime, a resident of Ewoya, expressing optimism in the prospect of the lithium mining in this area, her optimism is being actualized by Atlantic Lithium with the announcement of an employment opportunity. The chief of Ewoya, Nana Mbrono Edu the Ninth, says aside the announcement, the company has already employed some of the citizens. Business. 
They have trained about three people who are currently working. There used to be no jobs here apart from the charcoal business. Previously, when you come to this town, you will see no one around. But now, because of Atlantic Lithium, most of the youth are now employed. We are content with what Atlantic Lithium is doing here. He describes Atlantic Lithium as a good social partner to his community. I was here when they brought the plan. The road contract has been awarded. All the engineers that came, I met them in Accra and brought them here. They have opened up about a lot of things they plan to do to help the communities. I meet Charles Adolfo, a native of Ewoya and employed as a technician at Atlantic Lithium. People's lives have been changed. I am currently employed. I now have enough money to support my mother and my family. It has been very beneficial to me. The majority of the men who were unemployed and took advantage of the opportunity now have jobs. You can be a casual worker and earn around 120 cities if you are not a contractor. He explains that though the company is only undertaking exploration activities, many people from the catchment areas are already benefiting from the work of Atlantic Lithium. For now, almost 10 to 15. The company has employed 10 to 15 individuals and is not limited to one town. The permanent staff in this town consists of five to six persons, including my senior brother and I. For people who are mainly charcoal producers and petty traders, Charles says the conditions with the employment at Atlantic Lithium are life-changing. I hope they start working soon because there are no jobs in the central region. They have not disappointed us since they arrived because when Atlantic Lithium arrived, they hired and trained indigenous workers. They've done an excellent job. Auntie Mainsimer says they expect Atlantic Lithium to serve as a catalyst for positive change in their lives once the mining operations start. Oh, we know that when jobs come to a community, it brings economic life. It makes it possible for you to succeed in everything you do. So this is Ewoya community, a community of around 350 inhabitants. This is one of the many communities in which the lithium has been discovered in commercial quantity. This is where Barari DV Limited will be having uh, their mining set up. We understand that residents here are waiting for the commencement of this mining. However, 
just a short drive away in Krofu, a contrasting tale unfolds. This community, also reliant on charcoal production, is worried of the impending changes. Jasper is a youth activist here. They will just come to your farm, destroy something, give you a penny of money. When you ask them, they say they have a license from the government for them to do a prospecting or something like that. So we just kept quiet. Not long ago, we saw them mounting their posters on something like that, like they are going to do a mining and other things. We are still trying to get in touch with the elders. It seems like there was not much mass education on We don't even know what they are going to do because they are trying to hide. It seems like there is a skeleton inside the box where they don't want to let it out. He is calling for a better and broader community consultation into the development. They should do everything possible, engage the community, and make sure whatever they are going to do, there is a value for money. It's not value for money. They should seek what is concerning the youth. It's not about employment, it's not about anything. But we just think about the youth, which because these elders which are making the decision today, they will live and go. We are going to have affected with all those things they are coming to do here. So I think there should be a mass education, there should be proper compensation to the people. One critical aspect that both communities and the mining company must grapple with is obtaining the consent of landowners. The delicate balance between economic progress and the rights of those who call this land home hangs in the balance. Isaac Kujo is a landowner here in Krufu. Assassin it's tribal lawyer banze, a surrender in your banze. It's a bad damn umpire, you tum, or brame, assassin no me, a metal or sorono, men yaman kamoshe. It is what is underneath the land that is for government. The land itself is not for the government. So even if government has given you the mineral right, you cannot go ahead to mount pillars to demarcate the boundaries when the landowners have not given you that power. That needs to be revised. Once you don't have the authority, you don't have the right to do anything on the land until you clear that with me, the landowner. The chiefs hold the land in trust for families. But there are several lands in the central region that are owned by individuals and families that are not under the power of the chiefs. But there are so many lands that does not belong to the chieftaincy. As Ghana engages in a national discourse on the mining lease agreement with Barari DV Ghana Limited, there's more for the parties to do to ensure a safe process and the birth of a new face in the lives of the people here in these communities. For Joy News, Samuel Kojobrace, Ewoya. And that's the situation in Ewoya. And just before we go, I'm wondering, Evans, did you vote in the just in the just in the Oh violation? no, you know we were in the office and we couldn't do. Eh? So. You didn't vote either. Eh? You didn't vote. When the office, and I, I voted vote. before coming. You voted before yes. you came. Yes. Okay. You That's didn't good. exercise your civic res then responsibility. Yes. That's no good. Not how about you listening? Did you vote? And um, how was it? Well, in part of the airport residential area, uh, this, my colleague Ken um, told us that some young voters um, failed to vote. They didn't want to participate in the exercise, leading to a low voter turnout in most of the stations that he visited. Here's his report. 
The voter turnouts within most electoral areas of the airport residential enclave in the crowd were largely low, which is perhaps reflective of the non-interest in the district-level elections by the middle and upper-class voters in the country. The presiding officers of the Electric Commission were, however, pleased with the orderly manner of the process. It's, it's been okay. It's been smooth. Um, we are expecting um, 700 people, but as of now, we have only um, 22 people who have voted successfully. As we started, most of them were confused and asking questions about it, but our presiding officer educated them about it, so I don't think they're having a problem about that. No misunderstanding or qualms were recorded at the places we visited. Some electorates that spoke to the news team were also pleased with the process and encouraged others to get involved. It's good to vote for this particular exercise because uh, every, only, only one development it starts from the community. So each and everyone should at least show concern by voting to make the community also pick up to meet the national group. Around seven something to eight, before they set up everything. Some people are uh, ready to go to work, but they wanted to vote. So we were here waiting for them. And the voter, uh, voting started around seven something to eight. The Electoral Commission projected a 60% voter turnout for the district assembly elections, but it appears that number is far too ambitious. If the unsurprising low voter turnout within the airport residential area is anything to go by. For Joy News, I'm Kenneth Jesse. And that's how we wrap up tonight's edition of News Night. Of course, um, throughout the other bulletins subsequently and also on TV on myjournalline.com, we're bringing you all the details from the just ended district assembly and units committee elections. We're talking about it on PM Express too, aren't we? Yeah, we are, of mm -hmm. course. We've yeah, got to okay. look back on it and see what lessons we can learn uh, for the next time. And it's day two of the gods are not to blame. We are heading to the National Theatre for that as well. And Peps is here with a geek squad. Hi, good evening, never fine everyone. What are we talking about? You borrowed about? my pet name now. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> taking it away from you. Okay, no problem. <laughs> this evening we are looking at top tech highlights and trends of 2023 because the year is coming to an end. So we just want to look at what happened during the year. What's your favorite? Mm, I think for me, what I'm just going to say will be my favorite will be the fact that now for the electronic cars we are seeing some kind of improvement in that and not just e-cards yes what was that no cars cars oh e-cars yep. okay yep, electronic yep. cars, cars okay, yes okay. i'm seeing a lot of improvements in that so yeah that's one thing that i have really taken note for mm. the things that have been done this year yep okay my papa has no idea what we're talking about but it's okay yes. and <laughs> enjoy the rest of your evening stay tuned for geek squad
our football fans wanted more. And Sport TV is here on a new HD Plus channel to give you football and more. See selected weekly fixtures from the EPL, Bundesliga, Serie A, Saudi Pro League, Spanish Super Cup, DFB Poco, EFL, and so much more in HD quality pictures on Sporty TV Channel 152. The football you care about is here in HD. Subscribe for 12 months at 290 Ghana cities only. Call 0242-439872 for more information. HD Plus. See it. Feel it. Feel it. This Dream World Ghana presents Effia Live! Live! Saturday, 23rd December 2023 at the Accra International Conference Center. This electric concert brings you an unforgettable you an night unforgettable featuring night. a star-studded lineup of Ghanaian artists and thrilling performances. Tickets 200 Ghana Cities Ordinary, 350 Ghana Cities VIP and 500 Ghana Cities VVIP. Dial star 714 star 600 hush to buy your tickets. Partners, Live Connect, Jeanette Services and Gingam Entertainment. Media Partners, Joy FM. Joy Prime. For more information, please call 0557-710-000 or 0508-856-200 or 0244-745-302 or visit www.fialive.com. Welcome to December and Joy, where the joy of Christmas lives. off with a grand finale of the Joy FM Loyal Listener Promo, where Sarah Agbe emerged the most loyal listener of Joy FM 2023 with an all-expense-paid trip to Dubai. The Joy Christmas Hour with Doreen Andor goes live on air from the 11th through to the 22nd of December. Stay tuned for all the details. And then comes the Joy FM Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols at the Labadi Beach Hotel on the 17th of December. Make sure you get an invite. Come the 18th of December. We will bring you the festive edition of the Health and Wellness Series. You don't want to miss our special Christmas Day broadcast where hot meals will be dispatched to the homes of some families who really need it. And yes, we are family. I'm bad at singing, so help me. <laughs> you surely must be at the Joy FM Family Party in the Park on the 26th of December, 2023 at the Ibri Botanical Gardens. It will be a big, joyous family affair. We have you truly covered this Christmas. Christmas is joy. And joy is Christmas. We wish you a joyous Christmas. Keep this frequency clear. 99.7 Like how a single 